We're back. Uh, actor Sylvester Stallone is on the line. Welcome to Radio hey. Parallax. Hey, yo. Yeah, I'm like really happy to come on. I've been asked by Arnold to come help with his administration. So here I am. So you're going to be a spokesman for Arnold. That's me. I kind of like vice governor, you might say. I figure it's like a duty, you know? A duty? Exactamundo. Is this a new thing for you? Ever since high school, I felt I ought to do my duty, you know? Uh, except maybe when it came to the draft. Hey, come on. I was, I was out of the country. Yes, you, you were hanging out in a Swiss boarding school while missing the call-up. Yeah, too bad. You know, I think I would have been good in the Army, you know? Well, Mr. Stallone, it generally wasn't like a Rambo movie. And, and if you wanted to serve, why didn't you just return and then enlist? Hey, them kids in Switzerland, they, they came to need my help. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was the school handyman. And I was pretty handy with some of them gals, too, I gotta say. Well, not that I ever got any of them into no trouble, you know what I mean? Sir, I don't object to your missing the draft during a poorly thought-out war that was wrong. Well, okay, then. But making Rambo movies that imply we didn't win in Vietnam because we didn't have the political will is, is kind of, uh... Kind of what? What? Kind of BS. Look, look, look I'm making movies because I'm lucky enough to be a movie star, okay? I don't write the script. Yeah, you want to talk about my coming to Sacramento or what? Well, are you coming Come to on. Sacramento? You bet I'm coming. Arnold needs some help, and I'm, you know, him and me know how to work together, you know. Like on Planet Hollywood. That's one example, yeah. Which went broke, I understand. Hey, you learn from mistakes, okay? We'll be able to avoid some of them same problems with the state budget and stuff. Arnold and I, we work together on stage, you know? We got pretty tight. So you, you, the two of you did actual stage work? Yeah, we did The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes together. The Arthur Conan Doyle detective? No, Sherlock Holmes, the guy on Barney Miller. Yeah, the English guy with the hat and pipe. Jesus. So you and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Quit playing games, all right? I sent you the clip. Come yeah, on, all right, play I, it. I admit, I know. I, but I still have a hard time believing this. Cut it out. Just play it. All right, all right. Well, here it goes. All right. The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, starring Sylvester Stallone as Sherlock Holmes, and Governor-elect Arnold Schwarzenegger has his assistant, Dr. Watson. You're going to love it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you did it, Holmes. I don't know how you did it. Hey, tut tut, Watson. It was a mere trifle. Yeah, yeah, but how did you figure it out? I figured it out. It was nothing. Uh, get a load of this. I found footprints all over the floor. Wow, footprints? Really? Yeah, that's what I said. Footprints. They're all over the place. It was elementary. You knew mischief was afoot? Yeah, you said it. But how the deuce could you be so sure, Holmes? Hey, I wrote a monograph on this very subject. A monograph? If you're hearing impaired, yeah, I said a monograph. About what? Footprints, that's what I'm talking about. Footprints, Jesus. Sly Stallone, we are looking forward to seeing what you can do here in Sacramento as the vice governor. Hey, me too. Hey, you got any good Italian joints up there? Uh, Bebas is pretty good Italian. Uh... Good, because I'll be hungry after a good workout, you know? All right, well, we'll see you up here, I guess. Okay, Pazano. Ciao. That was Rambo himself, actor Sylvester Stallone. Joining us now from the Middle East is a real soldier. He's an administration spokesman, and he's our Middle East correspondent. Colonel Skip Klondike, welcome back to Radio Parallax. Happy to assist you, sir. We are trying to understand the Middle East, Colonel. Yes. Uh, specifically, how to reform a nation with proven links to September 11th with a government that has long denied all political opposition. Well, things in Afghanistan are progressing. Thank you. Uh, in fact, I was referring to Saudi Arabia. The Saudi royal family is anxious to put aside the claims that they are a backward, feudalistic society which funds religious extremists. 
So are they planning to allow free speech? At some point, we sure hope so. Uh, how about democracy? They are now implementing democratic reforms on a modest scale. How modest? Well, local town councils will be allowed to have elected officials now. Like? Like animal control. The dog catcher? Or goat or camel, yes. What else? Water board officials will be elected in areas that actually have water. In some jurisdictions, the chief of religious police will be elected now. Well, I'd love to see the election bash for one of those races. Well, the CIA is providing numerous pointy hats, confetti poppers, cakes, and party favors that are culturally sensitive. Uh, maybe a game of pin the tail on the infidel? It's possible. Well, what's next? Um, actually letting women um, drive automobiles? Don't be surprised if, before long, we see female university grads granted the right to take out a learner's permit. Well, now that is progress. You bet. Um, we hear, Colonel, that in Afghanistan, the opium crop is again supplying three-fourths of the world's supply of narcotics. And we're proud of that. We believe it's actually more like five-eighths, eleven-sixteenths at the most. Uh, we also hear that the so-called Iraqi National Congress of Exiles is being granted power in Iraq. True. Despite the fact that the intelligence they provided us uh, proved to be self-serving and often totally false. Well, I don't know about self-serving, but well, some of their data was shown to be accurate. What? They lied about Iraq's nuclear program, right. bioweapons development, well, chemical weapons stockpiles, looting uh, risks, and the attitude of Iraq towards an occupying army. Well, they did nail the breakup of J-Lo and Ben Affleck. I see. And don't forget the Miss Mesopotamia contest, Douglas. They said Miss Mosul would shine, and frankly, they knew their stuff. You are kidding, right? This gal could recite the Epic of Gilgamesh by heart, and she took the burqa competition going away. A lovely woman, I take it? She'll help Iraq return to the community of nations. In the Miss Universe contest? It is a start, and a good one, we think. Well, Colonel Klondike, is the U.S. military bogging down in a modern-day Vietnam? The administration feels that comparisons of Iraq to Vietnam are not apt and are to be avoided. Well, we have no exit strategy. Well, we feel we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. There's no trustworthy civilian government. There are numerous qualified candidates for high office. Ahmed Chalabi is but one of many. There's Nguyen Van Akbar Salam, and of course there's Nguyen Kao Ki Kaba. Fine men. The administration seems to be fighting amongst itself about how this thing's going to end. Well, I'm happy to announce right here that Secretary Rumsfeld and Security Advisor Rice have asked Henry Kissinger to find peace with honor. Let's see where that leads. Any uh, Paris peace talks coming up? Well, the Pentagon is opposed to any talks in France, so no. I see. So you see, Douglas, comparisons to Vietnam are premature. What about Brown and Root building the Cameron Bay Naval Base, uh, making millions from the U.S. taxpayer? Well, I don't get you. Well, currently, Brown and Root is a part of... Halliburton. And your point is? It seems that some things uh, maybe haven't changed. No large naval base is currently planned for the Persian Gulf, so it's not a comparable situation in our view. Iraq, Vietnam, very different. Uh, like they don't eat with chopsticks in Iraq. That's a good point, yes. And you won't need much Agent Orange, I guess, either. No foliage, no defoliant. And what a savings that is for the taxpayer. And speaking of that, where is the money from the Iraqi oil fields that was supposed to pay for the invasion and occupation? Numerous Western oil companies are crunching the numbers right now. As soon as they get the data, we can start settling the accounts and offering a break for the American people. Uh, who's doing that uh, accounting? Arthur Anderson. Well, we feel much better already. Thank you, Colonel Skip Klondike. You are most welcome. 
All right, joining us now from Fort Myers, Florida, is Kathleen Moy. Who? Um, well, Kathleen, what is your exact position at WGCU Public Media? They call me a broadcast producer. I'm convinced they say that because they'd like to put everything underneath that title. Uh-huh. And so without outlining it exactly, that means I can do just about anything. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You uh, you put us on the trail of some Tom Lear a while back, and I wanted to uh, to thank you for that. You're welcome. We had previously talked, uh, we aired Who's Next, Werner Von Braun, The Vatican Rag, but I'd forgotten some of the other work he'd done. This came out of an evening with Tom Lear, the song The Elements, words by Tom Lear, music by Sir Arthur Sullivan. Now, you, you were part of, uh, was Tom Fuller, I guess, the name of the production you were involved in? Yeah, it was a play here, uh, actually musical review here on campus, and uh, we did a selection of Tom Lehrer songs. It, we, we did everything from, well, we started the event off with Be Prepared, and okay. that was, you know, just a, a little rib to the audience to uh, get get set, because most people have never been exposed to Tom Lehrer. Yeah, this is a sad thing. I mean, this, he, he, was, he was very popular back in the 60s, but people have forgotten him. Well, what people don't realize is that um, Tom Lehrer, he, he, uh, he wrote these songs, and and, and he's not, but he's not just another musician because the the kinds of songs that he wrote, you know, some of them were just giant satire bits, and the other ones are totally off base and crazy, like the elements. Um, but but the audience just needed to know to be prepared for anything because that's what Tom Lehrer does. He throws anything at you. Yes, he does. And oddly enough, I think he's uh, currently a math professor at UC Santa Cruz, of all things. <laughs> I would have thought he'd be teaching chemistry. Well, yeah. Or uh, history. Yeah. Political science or something. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, tell me about some some of the songs that are in Tomfoolery. It's kind of make of it what you would like. Which, whatever the director chooses, he just picks a bunch of songs. We called it Tomfoolery. I don't, I don't know. I think there's been several other productions of it, and they just kind of pick the songs that they most enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Vatican Rag, and we did um, Werner Von Braun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did one called The Old Dope Peddler. That was entertaining. Um, uh, talking about the different neighbors you might see and, uh, <laughs> and people walking on your street. And we did Be Prepared, like I mentioned before. That one is a Boy Scout uh, Boy Scout one, uh, talking about what really happens with the Boy Scouts, um, the naughty words on the bathroom walls and mm-hmm. interesting things they might bring to the campsite. Um, yeah, you gotta love this guy. He certainly doesn't think about like Moon, June, and you know his lost love. He really reaches out and writes songs about well, some of the titles here, the masochism tango. <laughs> Nothing I mean, is out of reach for this man. Apparently <laughs> not. A, a Oedipus Rex. I mean, who would think that you'd make a song about Oedipus Rex? Oh well, both of those. We did both of those songs, um, masochism and um, Oedipus, as part of our show. They were well received. Everybody, everybody <laughs> howled. They were all rolling in the aisles. Those were those were two of the favorites, I have to say. Well, I think we're going to probably close out today's show with National Brotherhood Week because that one uh, that one's quite a catchy little ditty. It, yeah, it, it, that's um, that's probably one of his better political satire songs, I think. Either that or we will all go together when we go. Which would you prefer? <laughs> I'll go with National Brotherhood Week. Okay. Everybody will be singing it until they're eighty. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. Well, All right. uh, Kathleen, thanks for coming on. Hope you can do that again. Uh, we'd like to have a coast-to-coast hookup here between California and, and Florida. Sure. Because we're doing our best now to actually take the title of greatest political fiasco. We're trying to steal that from you by, by putting Arnold Schwarzenegger in our governorship. <laughs> you are welcome to the title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye.
So let's go to the classic Tom Lear tune, National Brotherhood Week. The white folks hate the black folks And the black folks hate the white folks To hate all but the right folks Is an old established rule But during National Brotherhood Week National Brotherhood Week Lean a horn and... That's it for today's program. Stay tuned for Todd. We'd like to thank Andy Derringer of Free Speech Television for coming on, as well as Public Broadcasting's Vince Winkle and Kathleen Moy. We hope we will hear more from all three of those folks in the future. I'm Douglas Everett. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. We'll see you next week. It's American as apple pie, but during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, New Yorkers love the Puerto Ricans cause it's very chic. Step up and shake the hand of someone you can't stand. You can tolerate him if you try. Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national, everyone smile at one anotherhood week. Be nice to people who are inferior to you. It's only for a week, so have no fear. Be grateful that it doesn't last all year.